You're listening to the Crochet Conversations podcast with Inez and Mel, and this is episode 40, Mel's special birthday episode. Things you didn't know about me. Hello, welcome back to another episode, the special one that you've all been waiting for. Yes, really excited about it. Hi everybody. But before we begin, happy birthday! Thank you. We, well, I mean, this episode's pre-recorded so that we can, you know, enjoy this upcoming weekend, weekend in peace. Yeah. So I don't quite know what we're doing yet, but whatever it is, I'm sure you would have enjoyed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Because you have plans for it, yeah? Because I know that whatever you request for this weekend, I have to follow along. That's correct. (laughs) So, because of that, I know that you will have a good time. Maybe not me, but it's not my birthday. Exactly, yes. So, thank you very much in advance. (laughs) So... This episode is going to follow the same format as it was for my birthday episode. So Mel has come up with a list of 20 facts about herself, which she was incredibly stressed about and is still looking a little bit stressed. (laughs) And after that 20 uh, points or like facts, Uh I have a quick rapid fire question. And... You know, I feel really relaxed, actually. It's not my birthday, but I'm feeling, like, so celebratory yeah. because I didn't have to plan for this episode at all. And that's such a... Yeah, it's all me, right? <laughs> yeah, it's making me a little anxious to share, like, facts about myself, I guess. I love it because I don't have to prepare. And I know... I, I think I know a lot about you already, so this uh-huh. would be a test. I don't know what Mel's facts are, and she doesn't know what my rapid-fire questions are. Yeah, that's correct. And on top of that... I didn't even prepare my own rapid fire Yeah, questions. somebody else did it for you, Yeah, right? our, our kid did it for us. So I said, come on, come here. I have something for you to do, okay? It's Mel's, you know, it's her birthday episode. I need this or that, but I need you to make it exciting, you know? And he was, you know, as a teenager was, he was all ready, all game. Really? Yeah, he said, okay, fine. I know exactly what to do. I hope he didn't come up with any weird... He, he didn't. I was oh. quite proud of him. He actually chose really interesting things. Okay. So I literally didn't lift a finger for this episode and I'm ex- entirely excited about that. Okay. So actually now that we're talking about it, should we just start with the rapid fire questions? Because I think... You're excited about that, I'm, right? I'm pretty excited about that and maybe let's just start and get it out of the way. Then you can slowly, you know, go into your facts okay, about okay. yourself. Yeah, we can okay. do that. Yeah. And also, I, I do kind of want to honour his effort a little bit. Because he really did put in some effort. He even came back to me with like, uh, kind of like homework. You know, he comes back to you and say, oh, I've done it. Would you like to go through it with me? <laughs> right. So, so, okay, let's start with the rapid fire section and then we go on to your questions. To my okay? point. Okay. Okay, I think I know some of them. Okay. But I'm excited to see what some of your responses would be. Okay, so number one, coffee date or cocktail date? Oh, this one's easy. Definitely coffee date. Yeah, I, I, I guess as much too. Okay, number two. Talking pets or talking babies? Wow, talking pets. 100%. Yeah, because yeah. technically we're all talking babies. Well, <laughs> we're just big babies. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, I think it would be wonderful to, to have to animals. To know what our pets yeah, are saying, exactly, right? Yeah. Okay, number three. Art museum or uh. history museum? Okay, this one, I'll go with... Wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me tell you what I think. Okay. I think you will choose History Museum. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, <gasps> History Museum for sure. I know you would choose Art Museum. I definitely would choose Art. Yeah, and then we'll, I guess we'll meet after that. We can take turns. <laughs> yeah. Okay, number four. Music 
or podcast? Podcast. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I have a newfound um, thing for podcast actually now. Like, I'm always listening uh, to podcasts podcast, when, yeah. when I have a chance to, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to find a way to hold my book such that, you know, you don't see. Right, okay. Um. Okay, what was I? Oh, number five. More money or more time? I'll go with more money. No, really? Yeah, yeah. But with more time, you can earn more money though. If you uh, have more money, it can't buy you more time. I feel that I would rather have more money to be able to do more things with my limited time. Oh, okay. If that makes That's sense. interesting. Yeah. Okay, fine. Okay, okay, okay. Um, the next, the desert or the Arctic? So it's oh. like hot or cold. I think I would pick Arctic. Arctic. Yeah, I, yeah, I would pick I, cold over I definitely anytime, wouldn't yeah. choose the desert because I just don't want sand everywhere. <laughs> so that's your concern, right? Yeah. <laughs> sand yeah, in my I shoes. the heat is what makes, makes or breaks for me. I think also because we're from Singapore yeah. and it's, it, it's generally quite hot here. Yeah. Right? And so we always, there's a joke among the locals that it's either, it's two seasons, right? Hot or hotter. Yeah, correct. So I guess we're kind of sick of the heat and we want some, like, Yeah, we are colder. always going somewhere colder, yeah. Colder, yeah. We're always escaping uh, during winter. Yeah, yeah <laughs> somebody for sure. Else. Yes. <laughs> Usually people do a summer getaway, but we do, like, yeah, winter, winter getaway. getaway. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, number seven. I think this might, this might irritate you, okay? Dirty bathroom or okay. dirty kitchen. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, I, I'm i gonna guess that you would choose a dirty kitchen. Like, which would I rather have, right? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> dirty... Oh my god, this is so hard. <laughs> I knew it. Kitchen, I guess. Because I... Right. I yeah, I, because I spend more time in a kitchen, not cooking, but eating, but yeah. yeah. So you'd rather have a dirty kitchen, right? Oh, wait. No, 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 sorry. It's the other way around. I would rather have a dirty bathroom. I cannot. No. Okay, so yeah, yeah. That's that's my final answer. But you shower and brush your teeth and get clean in the bathroom though. <laughs> but I spend more time in the kitchen. No, you spend the equal amount in the bathroom. You're in the bathroom every day. You may not you may not be cooking in the kitchen. Yeah, but every most day. important is I'm getting myself clean in the bathroom, right? <laughs> the, the bathroom could be dirty. I can't I don't know how Fil- you can get clean in a dirty filth. bathroom. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um number eight. Babies dressed as animals or animals dressed as babies. Babies dressed as animals. Yeah, for yeah, sure. That's what I think too. Yeah. The um, other way just sounds a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine, slacker or overachiever? Like, which would I rather, right? Yeah, which would you rather? Uh, overachiever. Yeah, yeah I can't imagine yeah. anybody who would I'm say, trying to, I choose to be a slacker. Yeah, to think whether if I have to deal with a slacker, would I be more bothered? Then yes. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Number ten, movie at home or movie at the theatre? This is hard. This is very hard. Uh um, theatre. I'll pick theatre. Really? Yeah. I thought you were going to say movie at home because we... So, we just installed uh, a projector in our uh-huh. bedroom. Yes, correct. Because in front of our wall, we have this big, huge, white... Uh, no, in front of our bed, we have a big, big huge, white wall. White plain wall, yeah. That I've always wanted to do something with, like yeah. put up some 
pictures or paintings or whatever. And then Mel had the idea, you know, to buy a projector so that we can use the big clean white wall as a screen. Yeah, and you know, we like watching movies, so it just makes like perfect sense, right? So I thought you'd say movie at home. Yeah, but I guess in terms of uh, having a big screen and um, good quality sound Our system. projector screen is quite huge. Yeah, but not a movie theatre huge. So. Okay, right. So it's like the experience, yeah. right? Okay, number 11. A rich friend or loyal friend? <sighs> I'd prefer a rich and loyal friend. <laughs> For sure. But if we only of had course. to choose one, what would it be? Uh, loyal. Oh, yeah. loyal friend. Yes. Although yeah. you do have lots of rich friends though, Mel. Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. Okay, 12. Cups in the cupboard, right side up or upside down? Upside down. Upside down is uh, uh, facing down. Yeah, so right? the mouth is face touching the, the cupboard floor. Yeah, upside down for sure. I agree with you. Is that butt? Yeah, but you know our the way our cups are shaped, they're kind of... Oh, al- right. We've, we've stacked them alternating. Yeah. So it's right side up and then upside down. Yeah, because of right space. Side, because of space. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's funny, so, I never really thought about it, you know, until you mentioned. I do know some people who, who say never upside down. Yeah, because, you know, that's the part where you're drinking from. Is that is yeah, that why? But there are other people who would say never right side up because the dust would settle yeah. in it and sometimes bugs can crawl around in I it. Would, I would think about that, like, preferably the other way around, right? Yeah. Yeah, and when we're washing cups... We put them upside down. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, anyways, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so yeah. upside down, yes. Um, number 13. Antique or brand new? Brand new. Really? <laughs> yeah, brand new. I'll pick brand new. Oh my. If I, I had a choice. I definitely would yeah. choose antique. I know, I know. Okay, number you 14. You can keep the antique stuff. I'll, I'll get you the get brand the new stuff. You get the brand new Okay, number 14. Board games or card games? Board games. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you... I guess... No, no, yeah. Yeah, I would choose board games, so I think. Because yeah. I really like um, chess mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like Monopoly, for example. Yeah, I guess board games just sounds more interesting. Like, And especially now, there are so many different kinds of like modern <laughs> board games. I think there are a lot of card games too. I just think card games are more portable. Right. It's easier to bring around. But yeah, I, I think I guess, definitely board game. It's the idea of setting up. It really yeah. gets you in the right headspace to I guess, start playing. Yeah, board games just sounds more fun. Like me. Jumanji. <laughs> Jumanji. <laughs> yeah. Talking animals. Oh, <laughs> Do they yeah. have talking animals? Yes, right, yeah. No, I don't think they so. Don't? Not in Jumanji, I think. Okay. It's Whoops. it's um no, it's just Stampede. That's all I remember of it. I know they have a lot of animals though. Okay. Not, not talking though. Okay, okay. Okay, so number fifteen. Uh, split the bill or take turns paying? Oh, this really depends, but... On who it is? If so if it's the rich friend, then it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah you guys go ahead and I'll pay next time. No, <laughs> uh, split the bill. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah that's what I, we do I, with I our friends like, anyway. Yeah. Uh, number 16. Uh, would you rather be a famous musician or a famous artist? Musician. Why musician though? Hmm... I love to be a famous artist. Like a no famous... offense, but I prefer music than, than art. art. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. I shan't argue. Number 17. I think I know your answer for this okay. next one. X-Men, uh, Savior's School for the Gifted in the X-Men world. 
universe okay. or Hogwarts? Do you need to ask? Yes, no, for everybody listening. Hogwarts. Hogwarts, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Uh, okay, number 18. A million Instagram followers or $100,000 cash up front? Uh, give me the cash. Really? Yeah. I think with a thousand, uh, a million followers, mm-hmm. you, you get a lot more opportunities though. I think the, the possibilities that come your way... Yeah, that's Far true. exceeds 100k. I'll uh, leave the following to you. I'm a pretty shy. Oh, and yeah, right. Quiet oh, gosh. Okay, and number 19. Person. Number 19. Classical art or contemporary art? You better answer correctly oh, because you are, you are okay. married to. <laughs> okay, so can you repeat the question? Again? Classical art or contemporary art? Classical. What? Oh, I'm a contemporary artist. Okay, for those of you who don't know, I paint, and I'm not sure whether I mentioned this. I've mentioned this before, but I paint contemporary abstract. Okay. FYI, that doesn't mean I don't like it. If you're talking about appreciating it, I think I would appreciate the classical ones. Okay, that, fine. Um, okay, <laughs> number twenty. Then the last one. Live in masseuse. Oh, that sounds nice. Or live in chef. Oh, chef. What, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, did I answer that too quickly? Mel is very food-motivated. I'm a bit too loud when I answer that. Sorry. Yes. I would, I would, thought, I would have thought you'd say, like, live in masseuse. No, though. why? I, I definitely want to live in masseuse. I eat every day. It's important that I eat properly and have the right nutrients. And I so need to move my body to... every day, so <laughs> I'll get a masseuse to I do it for me. I think it would me. be quite problematic if you have somebody pressing you every day. Why? I don't know. Hello, all crochet artists out okay, there. Okay, right. Okay. You yes. know how many bruised and sore thumbs they are right. listening to this podcast right now? Okay, that's true. Sorry, maybe I don't crochet every single day, so I don't feel your pains, but definitely a chef. Chef, okay. Fine. Actually, I kind of knew that that would be your answer because you're very food motivated. Yes, I am. So. Put something in front of me that I can eat and uh, you'll be my friend. I, I actually thought you might say live in masseuse because you might rationalize that saying that I can cook so you don't need a live in chef. Oh, maybe I didn't thought I didn't think that far. Or maybe you think that I'm your live in chef. Or yeah, like if I really have that I don't actually need a live in chef. Or that if I hire someone to massage you, I don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Can I, can so I change my answer? So now? it's actually for me and not yeah, for you. Yeah. Okay, so that is our rapid fire section. So maybe let's move on to Mel's um, interesting my, points my about herself now. now. Yeah. Okay, so the first point I want to share is that I'm a biker chick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah, technically, like literally, because I've been riding for as uh, long as I know. And yeah. yeah, as early as you could get your your license, yeah, you did exactly. right. Exactly, and I think and for those of you who don't know, in Singapore, that's eighteen. Yeah, yeah, legally to get a license to to drive any vehicle. Um, so I just I just knew like ever since I was young because I guess my father was riding, mm-hmm. so he would ride us around here and there, and I just felt so comfortable on the motorbike. You know, how many bikes have you had since eight since you were eighteen? Wow, um, four. Oh, if, really? Yeah, yeah I I've thought it was four. only two. Bikes, no. Oh, <laughs> no, wow. Yeah. Do you remember them all? <sighs> Not really, but I definitely remember my first bike, which was, um, I was so afraid to get a brand new bike, so uh, I got a second-hand bike, and of it course, was a yeah. sports bike. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah because I don't what know, was just it? the what? idea of, uh, it was just like a random 
sports bike. It wasn't like one of those really popular ones. <laughs> I was so afraid that I would get into like accidents or like like fall off my bike. Yeah, I was so afraid to get which a brand you have, one. right? You've yeah. gotten yourself into a few a couple, yeah, couple accidents. Yeah, yeah, but minor ones. Mel doesn't name her motorbikes, although I think she does. She should. She should. I think she should. Yeah. Um. I have tried to name, to get her to name her bike. Because I'm the kind of person that wants to name my stuff, right? Name everything. So, Mel's current bike is all black. Yeah. So, I wanted to name it something cool, like Shadow, or like Ninja, (laughs) or something. But Mel's like, oh no, just call it the bike. Yeah. (laughs) Just call it the bike. Mel's bike. practical in that sense. So, what I like most about riding is, even though I do have a car license, Mm -hmm. I can drive cars as well. When I'm riding, I feel like I'm in the most control. Does that make sense? Really? Yeah. That's so interesting. I actually feel safer riding than if I was driving a car. Could it be because you're like so much smaller and then you can weave in between cars? Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I guess so. Also that a car is so much bigger, right? It's like more to and maneuver. inside the car and there's just so many blind spots or at least that's what it is for me. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah I so. guess it's also because you like to... to to engage all your senses at once. Like, you need to feel the danger. <laughs> the I... wind in my hair. Well, well the... I'm wearing a helmet. You're wearing but, a yeah. helmet, Okay, yeah, but, but you get the idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, moving on to the next point. I think I'm someone who's very good at playing sports. You think? You are. <laughs> you are somebody. <laughs> I would like to think that. You no, know. I, I think that, from my point of view, I can confirm that you're not just being modest. Well, I, yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but, so, what sport in particular? Although I think I know the answer. Yeah, my, well, my favourite sport is basketball. Probably because I picked it up when I was in high school. And because I joined a lot of competition uh, when I was in school. So, I played competitively. And I just became really good at it. So, and I also, enjoyed it really. Mel was basketball captain. Yes, I was basketball captain in high school. Yes, that's <laughs> correct. Thank you for pointing that out. And do you play any other sports? Well, I have dabbled a little bit in archery. I have tried netball, badminton, tennis, uh, even ping pong. <laughs> yeah, like table tennis. Table tennis, I've yeah. I've always wanted to try archery. Oh, okay. But I don't know. I just, um, I did try javelin once. Wow. It was just tryout. Although they said that I was pretty good and they wanted me on the team, but ultimately my dance commitments were too Right, great. right, of course. But I've yeah. always wanted to try archery. Ah, you know, in Singapore, there's uh, an archery range. Maybe I can bring you one day and you can try it. Would my manicure get in the way of me <sighs> being able to arch... What's the word? Arch properly. <laughs> archery well. Would my manicure... I actually do not know if it would affect your nails but maybe yeah this is the reason why I've been trying to convince you to play basketball with me for the longest time and uh, would I haven't my manicure yet. get in the way of okay. me being able to basket okay. the ball so properly basically me sporty Ines not sporty yeah okay yeah. that's it that's that's it to point number two okay so moving on to the next point mm-hmm. I love my coffee I oh. need it every mm-hmm. single day um, I drink like four or five cups. This is why my first uh, rapid fire question was cocktail date or right. coffee date because I know that for you it'd be coffee, coffee date. date yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes, I need my coffee. I just love coffee, you know. And Mel doesn't drink alcohol that much. Uh, no. I guess yeah, because I she's on her motorbike every single day, really. Yeah, so, don't drink and drive. Yeah, so she, just to eliminate all the 
all dangers, she just doesn't drink at all. Yeah. So not even wine, like not even a glass every now and then. Well, I do enjoy a glass or two at from, home. From like sometimes. a sip from mine. Like if yeah. we're at home about to go to bed, then maybe you should have a sip or yeah, two from mine. Yeah, but usually I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So I know it's definitely coffee. Coffee food. for me. Yeah. Coffee for me is just so. I think it's just like such a unique beverage. Like a complex drink. Yeah. From how fine you grind the beans to the temperature to how you filter it. How you and brew it so, as well. Yeah, yeah. There's just so many ways and every single little factor uh, plays a part in, you know, making the, the coffee taste so different. Yeah. You know, there's and, that and science behind it. And we like to go on like uh, new coffee houses, uh, like uh, oh, like a like, cafe hunt, yeah, like cafe hunting, yeah, for like really good new, uh, like coffee places to try out their coffee. And Mel is such the little critic; she will, <laughs> you know, she would like try out everything, like. She would. I totally judge the place based on how good their coffee is, right? Which I guess you should too, but you're like yeah, overly if you're, critical. If you're calling yourself a cafe place, you better make sure you or have like good coffee. like a coffee house, right? Yeah. yeah, but so, yeah. yeah, for sure. So if you want to get Mel anything, you can get her like a specialty bag of beans. Oh, yes, when, yeah. uh, when I was in Germany, I got Mel a bracelet made out of dried beans that, that was, they couldn't sell anymore. That was so nice and so creative. Right? I loved, and I so loved cute. It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's so it's so smart. I think it's such a great use of uh, a coffee beans in that way. So anything coffee related, Mel's going to love. Yeah, for sure. You can give me something that smells like coffee if it's not really coffee and I'll, I'll love it. Like a coffee scented candle. Yeah, just me smelling the aroma of coffee wakes me up. You know. How many coffees do you, would you say you drink in a day? Three to four cups, I would say. So like, like, like three to four shots, shots right? Yeah, and Mel likes her coffee like European style, so it's like a shot with a little bit of milk and that's it. Yeah. So her coffee is really, really, really strong. <laughs> like I like coffee too, but I think it's even too strong for me. Yeah, if there's a chance for me or the opportunity comes around, I do want to you know, take a barista course. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I think that's something I, I'm planning to do in hopefully the near future. Yeah, and that's also kind of like our plan for the business, right? In the future, if we ever have the chance yeah. to have our own retail, like brick and mortar kind of retail space, we want to turn a section of that into like a coffee bar and Mel can be the barista. Yes. And I will man like the workshop section of it and the yeah. whole place would just be like crochet and coffee. It would be so nice, right? It Think would. about it. And yeah. coffee smells great anyway. Exactly. And cafe hunting is so much fun, especially when you're traveling, which leads me to my next point, which is about traveling. Mm. Yeah. So like most people, I also love traveling. I love to travel. But what makes me different, I guess, is that I enjoy the great outdoors. Um, my kind of traveling is going on road trips, uh, having adventure probably taking a walk into the forest going for hikes and I can see like to get lost in the wilderness yeah, that um, you know it's very different from how you would view it a is, holiday yeah. yeah to me holidays are museums and art galleries and wine tasting and like cheese platters yeah. I sample. would rather go to a cave you know oh uh, to, a, to a zoo to mm-hmm. a safari. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my kind of travel. But I do... I will say that we do agree on one thing, which is we do want to, like, move into the great outdoors and mm-hmm. convert 
a van and do one of the oh, whole yes. van life yeah. you know the tiny living house on wheels kind of thing yeah, yeah. and just travel the world the world yes for sure because and that would be we lovely. both at the core of it really love traveling and yeah, that's why that's it is. true we yeah. both too we yeah. both and really love traveling experience the the like new adventures new experiences you know new cultures exactly, new places yeah. new food okay <laughs> <laughs> you and okay. your food yeah. I do know some people who are not into traveling like yeah. they don't like to travel that much they I don't they just like to stay in the in a familiar place where they yeah. are with what they've it's, known with what they've always known yeah it's probably more tiring or it seems more like a chore for yeah, them but to I, you know I love it and I know you do too I do so yeah. like we have gone to some pretty amazing places together uh, a couple of years ago we visited the Great Wall of China yes We've that was amazing we've been to the Taj Mahal in on India on my bucket list you know to to Visit go to the, the Great, Great Wall. Wall. Yeah. yeah, I know. I've you, always you wanted mentioned to do it. that, yeah. We've also been to the Taj Mahal in India and that yep. was really on my bucket list. Yeah. Uh, and I think, like, individually, we've also gone to, to really amazing places in, in regards of, like, world wonders, right? So, yeah. like, you have been to... I've seen the Leaning Tower of Pisa before. Yeah. And I've been to the Pyramids of Giza. So, yeah. it's like, travelling is just something that we, connects us both to. Yeah, for sure. It's... If not for COVID, we would travel like, we would be traveling, twice yeah. a year at least, you know? Yeah, every year we go on two, like at least two vacations out of yeah. the country. Whether it's like to the beach or to the neighbouring, like yeah. to one of our neighbouring countries and just spend three, four days on a resort, you know? Yeah, and I like that we, even though we're so different about the things that we like to do when we travel, yeah. uh, it's great that we can compromise in that sense. Yeah. yeah, because I think ultimately to the both of us, the travel experience comes first. Correct. So when we were in Japan, um, you brought me... Tr- to trek up this mountain <laughs> to, to see a waterfall yeah to go see a waterfall and I didn't know it was on the, on the itinerary that day right yeah. because you were planning the, what we were going to do for that trip and I kind of wore like bo- boots like booties but with heels so I was trekking up this mountain I mean there were like rough rocks you know that well, you could use as steps yeah. but I was trekking up this mountain in like two inch heels like boots yeah. booties heels but you know it's Ultimately, I did complain like a bitch on the way up, but ultimately it's experience that matters and to finally get to see that waterfall at the end of that long <laughs> trek up, yeah. Half an hour trek up was totally worth it and we prioritized that beyond anything else. Yeah, that's right. So moving on to the next point, if you didn't already catch it earlier when I say that I travel, I would prefer going to a zoo or to a safari is <laughs> because I love animals yeah yeah I yeah. have a, like a soft spot for animals and if I if given a choice to spend a day with people or animals I would pick animals you're sure. to- Mel is totally the kind of person who would like spend all her time volunteering at like the zoo there are a couple of times where when you asked me what I wanted to do for my birthday yeah. I actually say let's go to the zoo let's spend the whole day at the zoo uh, because uh, I, I have fun I enjoy being yeah. there yeah. every year so every Not year every from, year every year for Mel's birthday when I ask her what do you want to do this year where do you want to go she says it's either the safari or the zoo or or, so in Singapore we have this thing called the river safari 
and then we have the night safari, which are not the same parks. They're two separate parks. Yeah. But every year she requests either from one of them. I'll so, pick a different park every year. Yeah. Yeah. So and this year we are going to the turtle park. It's like a turtle museum, sort of like sanctuary. So yeah. For Mel's birthday this year, we're going to another animal-related thing. And I'm so 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 excited for that, because. Turtles are my favorite animal. They are so <laughs> cute. They are so adorable. Everything about them, it's amazing to me, and I I just cannot wait. I'm so excited. So everybody knows Mel likes turtles. So Mel has you've you've no idea the number of like turtle stuff related toys stuff I have. Yeah, yeah, turtle related things that people just buy her as gifts because it's just easy and she likes. It's turtles so and- difficult to reject. You know, sometimes I receive things that I have no use for, uh-huh. but because it's turtle related, it's she so difficult it. to reject. Yeah, I have to hide it from you. Actually, she's like a turtle hoarder. Yeah. Anything hoarder. Yeah, I am. But uh, when I was traveling to Malaysia, I did buy whiskey a little bit, like whiskey a little dog. I did buy him a, a doggy bed. Yeah. That was in the shape of a turtle because I know you like turtles. So yeah. the only kind of turtles I allow in the house that's acceptable to keep are the ones with also like a function, like proper functional okay, fair things. enough. Okay, so that's enough about me loving animals. My next point is the opposite of me liking the great outdoors. Mm-hmm. I like watching movies. And I think, <laughs> you know, it, it's a bit repeated here because you did mention whether... Yeah. You know, would movies I prefer, at home yeah, or at movies home. at the theatre. Yeah. In general, I really like watching movies. I think when I'm watching movies, it gives me something to focus on, especially if I find a good movie with a great storyline. And it's very nice to just, you know, not think about anything else and just watch the, a good movie. I totally understand that. It's just like getting lost in the plot and like just entering a whole new world. Right, it's uh, an escape from reality. Yeah. Right, you know but I mean? at the same time, it's also like seeing different realities that we don't actually have to experience firsthand. Like, yeah. and I know you like shows like Black Mirror. Yeah, you know, like some alternate universe kind, like psychological thrillers, <laughs> <laughs> murder mysteries. Yes, those are the best. And all your horror movies. Yeah, I, can't. I love horror. Is there any, like, if I were to ask you what your favourite movie is, do you think you could even come up with an answer? You cannot do that. I, It's hard for me to say, or to come up with uh, a movie that I, I like the best. But, the best out of everything, yeah, right? But I think American Horror Stories, the series, <gasps> the series? is a good uh, gauge of the type of movies I like. Yeah, and I don't even watch horror, but I did enjoy American Horror Stories. I think it isn't so bad if you're watching with someone, right? If I am watching any horror show, I'm watching with Mel. <laughs> because she has watched so many that she kind of knows where all the jump scares might could potentially be. Yeah, appear, so yeah. I'll sit with her and then she would tell me or like preempt, pre-empt me you, yeah. if she thinks like, okay, now I think you should cover your eyes so then I'll just sit beside her and cover my eyes and do the is it done? Yeah. is it done? okay okay it's done now <laughs> is it done? you know and then yeah. she either goes wait hold on no it's not done hold on <gasps> hold on you know <laughs> and then so I, I kind of gauge by her tone yeah and kind of not uh, kind of describe how the hor- the horrible part that yeah, you missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, and, and it's not to say that Mel's not telling me things. So as I'm covering my eyes, she's actually... Um, Verbally ver- explaining. Yeah, like yeah. verbalizing to me what's going on on screen so I can just barely imagine it, but I don't have to have that 
to watch it that and visual it, yeah. because you know I can get really bad nightmares so in order to avoid that Mel just describes it to me in her really yeah. nice pleasant voice I actually have a horror movie buddy so Every time that's a horror movie that I want to watch, yeah, I, mean, I yeah, I have to specifically call this particular friend of hers. Friend, yeah, it, the funny thing is pretty hard to find someone to who watch likes horror who movies. likes horror. Yeah. yeah, but I guess because of COVID, like we haven't really been able to go out because uh, we are still operating under some pretty strict restrictions here in Singapore. Yeah, so like going out to the movies is kind of difficult these days. So we've just been resorting to watching movies on, on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> on, at home. At home yeah. yeah, on our new projector screen in our bedroom. You know, I like movies so much to the extent that uh, after high school, I worked part-time at the theatres. Oh, right. Yeah, you did. Yeah, selling uh, tickets and popcorn. And stealing the popcorn to eat. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that is the next best part. That's right? the perk of movie, working in a movie theatre, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, it, it was the best experience, really. <laughs> okay, Um. what's your next point then? So, similar to watching movies, I really enjoy watching theatre, uh, musicals, plays. Oh, yeah. okay, so right. So, there's something about live performances that's just so it's different. It's just a whole other world, exactly. right? Yeah, I agree. Like, it's similar to watching something, like a story, mm-hmm. but yet, maybe because it's you're there, present. You see the actors, exactly. you know, in person. It, it feels more real, and so yeah. the experience is so different. I feel like there's that, that connection that you have as an audience being in the same physical space. As the, as the actor as themselves. Actor, yeah, and you you know about that, right? Being yeah. in the whole like art uh, industry. So, uh, when I first met Mel, it wasn't... I was working for a company a couple years prior, which was actually a theatre company. Yeah. So I was doing a marketing in front of house for this theatre company. And so when Mel and I first met, this is one of the things we talked about a lot because she happened to be a really big fan of this theatre production yeah, house. Yeah, I watch that, them every year. Yeah, every year. And so it's just interesting to think that as she was a patron of our theatre house, I was actually working for them. And this was way before we We, we even met. met. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, so it's something we could that... Have- we could have met each we, other. I through, probably yeah. passed you your ticket or like do like, oh, intermission, time's up, everybody go back yeah, to the hall. Why are you late? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you would ever be late for a no, play, No, I right? wasn't, yeah. And I, uh, watching plays is something that we do quite often too. Yeah, because you enjoy it as well. I do, yeah. yeah. So we do it regularly, I would say. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I worked in the industry, right? So, and I worked in that particular... A theatre company that yeah. we like to support so when we go back and watch plays with them it's just another chance for me to say hi yeah. because I worked with these people right they're like my ex-colleagues yeah. so it's, it's nice to go back and say hi every now and then um, catch up with them a little bit yeah. as well as also support my old company exactly yeah. and it's nice that I get to bring you with me now and you can get like a like an inside peek into how how we yes. really function yes. and if you have questions because I know that you like to ask questions about how the theatre works and like the back end sometimes yeah, yeah. how it works back end then I you know I have a first hand account having done marketing in front of house for a theatre company and yeah. can explain how that works for you right yeah and that you know gives me a totally different experience when, when I'm watching yeah. a, a play for it's example. like a yeah. whole different insight because yeah, exactly. then I would tell Mel you know all the what really goes on behind the scenes how yeah. late at night we work what or, our timeline is yeah or sometimes you explain to me how you you guys get the set 
like the furniture yeah, yeah, and, and right. how you set up the whole the whole setting for the play. Yeah. You know, that that's interesting to me too. And sometimes I'll tell her the things that uh wasn't supposed to happen but did happen or what supposed to like what was supposed to be left in but was taken out. Yeah. But you know funny, funny, interesting, like little nuggets of information like that that you really wouldn't get for somebody that really loves plays and theatres like you wouldn't really get from anybody else. Yes, and I really appreciate that. So moving on to my next point is my favorite color. Oh, I know this. Yeah. I I I think I know this. Yeah, because it's pretty obvious, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I like or I love the color blue. To be specific, navy blue. Mel is everything. Mel every Mel's blue. Mel's just <laughs> blue personified. Her clothes, half her wardrobe is blue. That's a problem, right? She really likes blue. <laughs> yeah, I always end up buying a blue. different shade of blue, but it's still blue, yeah. If she had to choose between like two t-shirts, she would naturally just pick up the blue one. Right. She wouldn't even, even think about it. And then yeah. I have to step in and go like, you have 10 of those. Yeah, yeah. Thank God for you. <laughs> I would like to think I've introduced some colour into your life. Yes, you have. But I, what, can you agree with me that blue goes well with a lot of things? I don't think I look good in blue. No, but I don't the, think I look good in navy blue. Okay, yeah, maybe. Well, I do tend to go towards darker colors. Uh, maybe that's why I like navy blue. That shade just draws me to it. Like a really rich, deep navy blue. And I would like to announce my latest uh purchase is a blue crochet hook. Oh, you know what, what I'm talking it about? It is. I've bought my first, very first, first crochet hook. Yeah, congratulations yeah. Mel. Insert um cheers applause. <laughs> so Mel just recently bought her first ever false crochet hook. Yes. And she came to me all like bright eyed and bushy tailed going, I have something to tell you. And I was like, What is going on? And she said <laughs> I have decided that I want to buy my own crochet hook. I don't want to use yours anymore. <laughs> yeah, I've upgraded my skills, so I need my own crochet hook. So her her crochet hook is the, I think it's the Pisces Falls. It's a very beautiful blue galaxy looking uh, colour. Yeah, it's basically one of the false crochet hook, the, the resin port one, the, yes, yeah. the, the swirls, I think that's what they call it. And it's a really nice deep dark blue. And I mean, I won't, I won't right. use it. I promise. Oh, and the other crochet hook you bought also from False Swirls is the coffee <laughs> colored one. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. It just occurred so, to me. I'm so drawn to the blue one. I, I think I'll start using that one first. And also, it's um, I know you chose it in a four millimeter size. Yeah. So that you can use it for more things. Yeah, right? yeah. That's my <laughs> most commonly used size. Yeah. Very clever. Yeah. So I'm very happy with that. So we briefly did touch on my next point in the rapid fire round, mm-hmm. and that is I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Oh yeah, you are. Yes, and I'm proud to say that I'm from the house Hufflepuff. And according to Pottermore, my Patronus is a hedgehog, mm-hmm. and my wand is a 13-inch Laura Wood with a phoenix core. Phoenix core. Yeah. You know, Mel is such a Hufflepuff. I I can't even begin to explain how much she embodies the whole Hufflepuff spirit. Yeah. You know, I, I came across this meme once that I felt was so accurate. It says that um, if presented 
if all the houses or something along the lines of if if someone from all the houses uh-huh. was presented with a locked door, what would each one of the houses do? Okay. So they'd say the Gryffindor would kick it down. Right. Uh, the Ravenclaw would try to find the key. The Slytherins would pick the lock, and the Hufflepuffs would just walk right up and knock on the door, and that. I, I, it was so you can funny imagine to me. me doing doing that, right? Yeah, because Mel is so Hufflepuff, and I am in I'm Ravenclaw, and I definitely would be like trying to crack my brain, trying to figure out okay, where would the key be? Because that that's naturally the way I think. Yeah, and the way Mel naturally thinks is. Oh, let's go right up and ring yeah. the doorbell. Someone would open the door for us, obviously. Mel is just like, everybody loves her. She's everyone's friend. She's so sociable. She just represents the, the warm, food-loving. And you know what? You've talked a lot about food, right, so far. <laughs> I was just about to say that, that I think I think I'm in the right house because... I find out that the Hufflepuff common room is right is beside, right the, beside the kitchen. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Because they love food and, you know, they're like just warm, loving, food-eating people. <laughs> but more importantly, I'm someone that has like a strong moral com- compass and I, I, I'm a very loyal friend to you, you know. And that yep, really that embodies is. the whole uh, Hufflepuff uh, persona. Yep. Say. And it's like loyal friend or rich friend, right? <laughs> was like my yeah. rapid fire question. Yes, right, correct. So, so it links back to that, yeah. I, I didn't think about that, yeah. I just think people listening to this so far would already sort of place you in the Hufflepuff. You think so, yeah? Yeah, and I think it's kind of sad because Hufflepuffs don't get enough love, I think. It wasn't until uh, I think Fantastic Beasts came out yeah. that people really started like representing Hufflepuff pride. Yeah. But, you know... Yeah. I think it's because we are known to be humble. So even if we do have... Uh, like, we're smart or we have the skills and things like that, mm-hmm. we don't we don't showcase it as much as compared to no, a Gryffindor. No, no, no. I think it's because the backstory of how people got sorted into Hufflepuff is because none of the other houses wanted them. You think so? No, that is actually written in the book. Okay. Is that uh, Godric Gryffindor took in students who were brave at heart. Slytherin was like cunning beyond anything. Um, And you know, Ravenclaw is like wit beyond measure. Yeah. And uh, good old Helga Hufflepuff took the rest. Anybody who wanted to study and could study magic, Hufflepuff didn't discriminate. And she took everybody who the right. other houses didn't want. So I think that sort of put that idea into people's minds that if you don't qualify for anything else... For the else, other houses, yeah. Yeah, you're in Hufflepuff. But it's more that Hufflepuff... I think the true value of it is that Hufflepuffs are just all loving. They, they're they non-judgy. They're yeah. all loving. They're welcoming. You know, they, they don't prioritize one class above the other. And I think really that's, that's what makes... Hufflepuff's great. Yeah. And for a Ravenclaw like me, who I believe, like, what's the, what's the Ravenclaw? Like, wit beyond measure is man's greatest treasure. Right? So I really appreciate, like, a non-scheming person who is, like, just true and honest. And that's, like, my very own Hufflepuff here. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. I, I really do think that it's... So I'm, I'm such a Hufflepuff. Yeah, yeah, it is. And speaking of Hogwarts... This is a perfect segue into my next point, which is I love going to theme parks. Harry Potter Land. Yes. But it's not just Harry Potter Land. We're talking about like 
all all kinds of theme parks, right? Yes, I think theme parks are so fun for me.、Mm-hmm. I especially love those theme parks with the fastest and scariest rides. Oh gosh! Yeah, but I do. I I know. I know that you like theme parks, and so do I. And I think that when we travel, it's just. You know, it's one of the top few things. If there's a Disneyland, yeah. If there is a Universal Studios, Studios yeah. If there is a Harry Potter Land, we're definitely heading to one of those. Like on one of the first few days, yeah.、Even. Especially when we travel, it's something that we will definitely plan,、uh, part of our trip, and we'll make make sure that we spend, we spend at least at two least, days. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.、Uh, the last time, the last time we traveled was to Japan, right? Yeah. Just before. Uh, just before COVID, COVID hit、yeah. in 2020, and Mel dragged me to one of the biggest roller coasters there. It was so crazy. I was so nervous, but I knew that if I didn't, you know, do if I didn't sit that roller coaster right with her, she would have to do it alone. Yeah, and I, I didn't I probably really, go. Yeah, and I didn't didn't really want to let you go all the way to Japan and. Have that experience alone, but it was really it was it was major crazy. It was like a triple. Turn. It was quite scary, right? It、yeah. was like a double loop, triple turn. You know, oh my gosh! And it was like an hours long queue, and、yeah. that just really, it was the worst one hour of my life. And it's funny because you were trying to, I think. Psych yourself、yeah. for the ride, so we were standing pretty near the ride, and you know how the roller coaster it came can... pretty close、and、to yeah, our heads, you yeah. Know? So you would think that maybe looking at the ride might make you feel more prepared, but no, I think it, it was worse, right? And it was even scarier because they pat you down, they make you turn out your pockets, ah,、uh, yeah, you know, they make you take、right. out every single thing. Yeah, Japan is pretty strict on on that. Yeah, like my earrings had to come out, my watch had to come out. Yeah. Um, they checked my shoes. So that's when you can tell that the ride is going to be really, really fast. Yeah, it's going to be really crazy. Like people had to take out their shoes if it was just a slip-on. Yeah. If it didn't have shoelaces, you're not allowed on the ride. Yeah. And yeah. they check how tight your shoes were. Yeah, they had a metal a、uh, metal detector, detector yeah. right? Yeah. It was so. It, that was really. I think I was trembling the whole time, but but I will say that after that, it was great. It was great, right? This was、um, Universal Studios Japan. Yeah. And the sad thing is that the Universal Studios here in Singapore does not have a Harry, Harry Potter, Potter land.、Yeah. I repeat, it does not. <laughs> so if any of you are thinking of coming to Singapore, don't expect to see Harry Potter land. It's we're just too small, you know. We don't yeah we, to have a separate uh a, a land yeah. yeah yeah. But you know, Harry Potter land was wonderful. It was, it was wonderful. my favorite. Yeah, it was. We spent like two days there. Yeah, two full, two full days. days. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I have some of my best memories with family and friends in、mm, theme parks. In theme parks, yeah. And it's just great that anybody of all ages you can go to a theme park and definitely have fun there. So I I really enjoy. Yeah, and when I was younger, my dad, my parents, or rather, every year they brought me to Disneyland. Really, every yeah, year. Every wow. Every year, yeah. We would go either to the one in Los Angeles or the one in uh, I mean Paris Disneyland. Yeah, because you travel quite often when you were younger. Yeah,、right? I mean my dad's a pilot, and so we get tickets to fly, and so we took advantage、Best、of that. Best childhood ever. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Disneyland was like my everything. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. Okay, that was fun. <laughs> so, my next point is, I have hyperhidrosis. Do you yeah. know what it is? Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which basically means that my hands and feet sweat excessively, and it's not because of the weather. It's it's really hot or humid, or if I'm exercising, I could be at home 
you know, sitting down, crocheting, and I could be sweating, like, really bad, yeah. And I need to sort of, like, add on to this point, I think, because it's not just that you have sweaty palms in general, you know, you have a condition that it's, like, crazy excessive sweating. Yeah. You could just, like, lift your hands up yeah. in the air and water, like, sweat... It would drip, yeah. Also, ...would be dripping down. Yeah, on days that are really bad, it, it can be to the extent. And it's your hands and feet, right? Yes. My feet can get equally as bad as my hands. It even makes it difficult for me to wear slippers. Mm, that's out. right, yeah. yeah. So I usually have to wear socks with shoes... Uh, it just makes it more comfortable for me. Yeah, and so for that reason, you're like, ba- like ba- I barely ever see you in slippers. And this is my first experience with it as well. Okay. So it's quite a learning process too because like when you're on, when you're riding the motorbike, you have to wear gloves. Like it's not even up for debate to not wear gloves. Yeah, it does make it difficult if I don't wear my gloves and it makes it more difficult to ride. Uh, it because of my sweaty palms. Yeah, I th- I think people when they hear sweaty palms, they don't think it's anything much. But when it's excessive, it really is almost kind of like hinders your everyday living. Yeah, for sure. Because paper that you handle gets wet. You have to like bring a small hand cloth with you everywhere. Yeah. Because everything you touch gets wet. Yeah. And we actually want to have another podcast episode specifically talking about this because. I know somebody else who has really like excessive sweating. Yeah. And that is my best friend. And she crochets too. So I thought it would be interesting to talk about crochet from that perspective as well. Yeah, from that point of view, yeah. How, you know, for a regular person like me, I take for granted how dry my hands stay when I crochet and how that does not affect the yarn. But for someone like Mel, I could imagine it would be a little bit more difficult. So I think it would be good it would be great to have a podcast episode just just covering this yeah alone. to share that yeah so because th- this condition that I have is so bad right I'm mm-hmm. looking into treatments that hopefully can help with this problem uh, and I recently found this gentle home treatment called uh, ion tophoresis yeah long long yeah. name yeah hopefully I'm saying it correctly basically I just soak my hands and feet in water and pass some electrical currents yeah. through it yeah it, it sounds a little bit more dangerous than it is. It's actually pretty safe and it's quite a common treatment, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and this company that sold this kit, I think the one that we got it from, is like a Singapore-based company. Yeah, yeah, it is. So it's just easier that way. And I think so far, has how do you feel it's been working for you? It seems to be working, but uh, I've started it not too long ago. I think I just need to continue to be consistent with it for now. And just and hopefully try you know, a little bit longer. Yeah, I have to see the results because I believe my condition is on the more uh, extreme side. <laughs> yeah. So I think it would take a little bit longer for there to be some results. And I think this treatment, um, it takes such a long time. You... It, I think you have to put your hands and feet in water for like half an hour. Yeah, minimum half an hour. Minimum. So if you're just doing your hands, that could be like an hour. If you're doing like your feet, it's another hour. And so at its maximum, it could be like a two hour long process. Yeah, just sitting Sitting in, there with in your hands spot, yeah. and feet soaking in electrical water. <laughs> yeah, you make it sound so safe. 
<laughs> but I mean, I've seen her do it, and like we we're keeping track. Right? Yeah, we have a little chart that we write down when the days, I've taken the the treatment. Yeah, yeah, the days we do it, what current we use. I'm setting it at yeah, and it, for how really, long? Yeah, it's really pretty safe to be honest because it's just very low current. Low current. Yeah. yeah. So we we just re- really recently tried it. Um, we don't know how it's going to affect her in the long run, but we want to like try with it a little bit longer before we talk about it doing a podcast episode. Yeah. So at least there is something that we can, you know, like you know, a, I've a treatment tried and yeah. tested. Yeah. Yeah, because the alternative would be to go into to the hospital to get like an inpatient treatment yeah. or like an outpatient treatment, something more more severe and more In- like invasive. invasive. Yeah. yeah, and I would. Honestly, would prefer to to avoid that. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Okay, so moving on, the next point is that I enjoy gardening. It is distressing for me, and there's just something about it that really calms me when I'm working with the dirt and the plant. Currently, we are growing some uh, avocados. Uh, we have ginger plants. We have uh, curry leaves and uh, bougainvillea in our garden. And the avocado. And the gingers actually from our own garden, uh, from our own kitchen. Yeah. We we were I I think I was like craving avocado toast or something, and then instead of throwing away the seed, we've sort of read somewhere that we could grow them. Yeah. So that's what we tried to do, and we just put them in soil, and uh, I say we, but it was actually really <laughs> Mel who put them in soil and took care of it, and our ginger too. Yeah. It's because we couldn't eat it anymore it because it was sprout. Yeah. It started sprouting, so we decided to just yeah. put it in the ground. And I'm especially proud of the of the avocado plants because mm-hmm. I've heard that it's quite a challenging plant, plant to, to grow. To yeah. grow, yeah. So and I'm pretty current, proud of it. Currently, our avocado is like, would you say it's like a meter tall? Oh, more than a meter, I think. Uh yeah, I think yeah, it's quite tall. It's like a meter plus tall, and the leaves are like really really huge and starting to grow other branches. So it's not just a single stalk. It's like got branches. And if you've ever tried to grow avocado, you know how difficult it is to have it just grow from a single sprout or branch. Yeah. And for those not using the metric system, um, a a meter, I think. For I think you guys would be like three or four feet. So yeah. our avocado plant is like four foot tall at this point. So we're we're kind of we're kind of pretty proud of it. And I'm hoping for the next plan for the garden is to start having more herbs because you cook so much. Yeah, yeah, we used to have herbs, but um, in Singapore we have the monsoon season twice a year. That's like June or like April and November where it rains like a crazy lot. And so all our herbs kind of drowned. Like we had rosemary and mint, right? But yeah. rosemary and mint kind of need to grow in like a dry, really sunny environment. Yeah. And during the monsoon season, we basically get no sun. It rains like a week straight. So our, our herbs kind of drowned. Yeah, but that's not going to stop me from continue working in our garden. And uh, with that, I would like to move on to my last point, which is another indoor activity that I enjoy is reading. Yeah, so basically you like books, right? Yeah, my favorite type of books are crime novels. I think because I really like the idea of solving the mysteries, and I like puzzles. So as I'm reading the book, I always try to 
you know, pick up all the clues and try to discover, like, who is the mastermind behind things You can like tell that. there's a theme here because it's, like, horror movies, murder mysteries, and, like, crime crime books. One of my favourite is actually a crime series written by J.K. Rowling. And she uses a different name, uh, like an alias, to write this book. But, of course, those are not the only kind of kind of books that I would read and I do like reading in general so I remember when I was a lot younger I bought a lot of like physical books I would visit bookstores after a while my parents were complaining about how much these books were taking up space in my in the house yeah it's something people don't realize that actually books take up a ton of space and they collect a ton of dust yeah so after that I invested in a kindle and that's where I do most of my reading nowadays. But it's definitely not the same as reading from a physical book, you know? Yeah, there's something about holding a physical book in your hands that still feel nice. So like, even now, we would go to like the bookstore and just browse and just pick up books and see. And, and still, we still want to have like physical books around. In fact, yeah. when we're talking about our, our house and how we want to do it up nicely one of the first things we talk about is having like a really pretty bookshelf and just like have a wall of, of books, all books you yeah. know because I collect books and Mel collects books too so we don't just have one person's books collection, we have like yeah. two person's collection over ma- very many years I just think it's nice to have like huge bookcase in the house you know yeah and we actually when we pass by secondhand bookstores you have the habit of going in just to take a look at the the books yeah you don't know the amount of treasures you can find in like secondhand bookstores i just i love receiving books that i know had a life before you know what this reminds me of the the rapid fire question where it's like antique or brand new and you chose brand new and mine was like antique yeah and it's sort of like reflected in this moment where I'd rather get like a secondhand book. Yeah, I know. You just can't help yourself. Yeah, and I know you like books too. So if I wanted to get a book, I wouldn't have to try very hard to convince you to let me buy it. I know that I just have to look at you and like, oh, but it's a book and you can read it and it's a physical book and like Mel would just give it to me. Yes, I know because I also love books so much. And if we do have the space, please feel free to buy more books. So these are all the points that I have for today and I hope that most of you guys found this entertaining because it was a really fun podcast for me to do. Yeah, I hope you guys learned something new about Mel today. You know, this is why I say that doing the whole van life thing would be perfect for us because what we've learned from this is that you're kind of an outdoor person but kind of a really indoor person as well with the watching movies in bed and reading books at home and drinking coffee in your house kind of thing so I really 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 strongly believe that a van life would suit us so perfectly because we could just drive somewhere in the crazy wilderness and just open the doors and still get to be in bed and it's like the best of both yeah it's the best of both of us yeah I was just about to say that yeah and I just, I just think it's wonderful because everything that you've mentioned on your list today could be done with van life. Yeah. And it's not like we're strangers to living in small spaces, right? I mean, in uh, the very first apartment we lived together, it was basically a shoebox. Yeah. I think it was like, what, 400 square feet? Just, just over 400 square feet um, with 
Mel and me and two pets. So it was really crazy. We, we could basically reach the kitchen sink from our bed. And that's how small our first apartment was. Yeah, it was and, a studio apartment, yeah. Yeah, and I think we've sort of adapted to living in really small spaces really well. I mean, now we have a bigger house and so things are spread out everywhere. But I think we could totally do the whole van life thing. Yeah, and when we moved to our this uh, bigger space, mm-hmm. I did mention to you that I kind of miss us having, a, having small a small space. space yeah. Yeah. And we talk endlessly about how having a bigger space actually creates more communication issues yeah because we are so used to just walking everywhere and just talking to each other and being able to hear each other from anywhere you yeah, stand okay. in the house but now it's like I can talk and forget that she can't hear me and I'll just walk to the next room yeah it's nice to know where you are at all times right and, yeah and I know that that sounds not healthy but it's we don't mean it in that way you know we both have our own space even in our really small house we both have things that we do on our own and yeah. we just like being alone side by side yeah and that doesn't mean if you're in a small space it's not it's not doable right yeah that's right Yeah, and I just I can't wait to do you know I follow so many van lifers yeah. on on um, YouTube, YouTube yeah. yeah and like just like I can't wait to do that but we can't do it here in Singapore because it's kind of not allowed yeah we have to travel to somebody somewhere else to do it and I guess I cannot imagine being in a small confined space with anybody else but you you Aww. know okay guys thank you so much for making it this far in today's episode but I really really do hope you guys enjoyed it because I enjoyed recording this as well it's just a nice break from talking about crochet and giving you guys a little bit more of an insight into who we are so if you have any other questions you'd like to leave us you can find us on Instagram or Facebook we are at Crooked Crochet SG or if you'd like to contribute to this podcast with your own questions or questions about anything you can send us a voice message or a voice note to plus six five nine one two seven two seven four three you can either whatsapp us or iMessage us or you can email us at crookedcrochetsg at gmail.com. All this information will be in our show notes. And thank you once again for joining us this Sunday. And you can check back every Sunday at 12 noon uh, GMT Singapore time. Yeah, that's Greenwich Mean Time. Yeah, to uh, catch the next podcast. And we will be back next week with more crochet-related things. Thanks again for sticking with us so far. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.